Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutera, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. V and Anne, and we want to welcome you back to today's episode of Tribe Talk. We have an amazing, amazing woman that uh, we want you to meet today, and we brought her on so that we could uh, uh, tell you about her and one of the products that she has uh, that we think is just an amazing product, um, and, uh, and her name is Tina Anderson. So welcome, Tina. We're super excited to have you today. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Dr. V and Anna. And I'm sorry, it's so nice to be here with you guys. It's, it's nice to have you too, Tina. Let me, let me tell all of our listeners a little bit about you. So Tina Anderson's journey into the world of health had a unique start and some unusual turns. Now, she began her career as a trial lawyer who specialized in settling cases by bringing both sides together, a personal passion of hers. After the birth of her second child, Tina's career shifted gear and she actually became the in-house counsel for a family pharmaceutical company. Now, frustrated by the many abuses in the pharmaceutical industry, Tina turned toward the field of natural health and found her life's work. Tina's passion became gut health, which we are also very passionate about. And along with her husband, Tina created a unique probiotic supplement, which we're going to talk about later. Again, Tina, thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about your backstory. That was an interesting transition for you, I'm sure. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, I went from trial lawyer to um, being at home a little bit more and being able to just be work in the legal profession, but have more of a work-life balance. Uh, the work-life balance was really, um, there was no balance going on in, you know, when I was working those crazy hours. And then I had my second child and I thought, you know what, I need to do something that's more, you know, healthy for me, much healthier for me. So I had the opportunity to work in a family pharmaceutical business, which was great because um, I thought, my gosh, I'm going to be delivering, be involved in delivering life-saving medications to people and helping people. And this is wonderful. But after being in the industry for a number of years, we really started to see the abuses in the pharmaceutical space. Um, you know, there is definitely a place for pharmaceuticals, especially in emergency type situations or acute type of situations. But we just saw a lot of the abuses, um, the overprescribing of medications. And we didn't like seeing the whole, when you have a chronic condition, there was no focus on getting to the root cause of something or no focus on prevention or ma maintaining health. It was all about treatment. And so um, we through a lot of being at the right place at the right time, a lot of uh, prayer and meditation, we were able to, um, get these exclusive rights to these probiotic strains from London university. Um, it was really the most amazing, um, story really that we were able to get them, but we ended up, um, getting these strains and we just decided to, um, go into this space and it's been the best, most gratifying career journey we've, I've ever been on. That's amazing. Um, tell me a little bit about, so you went into this specifically gut work. 
right? And creating this amazing probiotic. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you went into that specific area, uh, you know, where it was gut work and coming up with your, with your probiotic? Yeah, well, we were actually looking to just get into the natural space um, as a whole. And so my husband's naturopath, um, they had worked together for a long time. He was working on my husband's leg. And so he was and um, some other issues. And so they would talk for years about trying to get into something. He already had like his apothecary going on the naturopath. And he was like, but I want he wanted to do something bigger. And so we had a few other ideas. We were looking at different patches for different types of all different types of things. But then um, we really started learning more about the gut, thanks in large part to our my husband's naturopath and just learning about the impact the gut health has on our overall health. And then one day he just called us into his office and said, you will not believe this, but we actually have the opportunity to purchase these, the, the exclusive rights to these incredible strains. And he's like, I know more about the gut than I ever, than, than anybody I know, you know, he's like, I know so much about the gut. And so we just kind of learned from him and learned from the microbiologist that we work with and, um, and did our own research, you know, just all of our own research. We just delved into the research, both my husband and I, and realizing we were blown away at how impactful the gut is, you know, in every aspect of our overall health. And, and so through that, then we were able to license these strains from London University. And um, it was just, it's been awesome. That's amazing. So tell me a little bit, you know, as I'm hearing you talk about this, right, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like this is easy to have a discussion on probiotics and gut health and all the different conditions that are oftentimes associated with um, ill gut health. Um, can you talk a little bit about the strains? And, and then um, I, it's kind of two questions. Can you, can you talk a little bit about the strains? And then, and are you, are you promoting this mostly for maintenance of gut health? Or are these different strains that can help to resolve issues uh, that can help the body to correct itself with different issues like SIBO or other types of, you know, dysbiotic gut issues. Yeah. So, you know, when you go to like the overall picture of gut health, and I know you talk about this to your audience, but it, it bears repeating just how important the gut is to every aspect of our overall health. I mean, it's hard to find any disease condition out there that's not associated with an imbalance in our gut microbiome. And people really have a hard time understanding that, you know, and we're 10 times more bacterial bacteria than we are human. And yet we live in this completely antimicrobial world. I mean, we have antimicrobial soaps and household products. You know, in fact, there was a study that came out that showed that um, households that use those types of household products like kills 99.99% of the bacteria actually have children with a higher incidence of allergies or autoimmune disease and, and those types of conditions. Um, we have, we're taking antibiotics, antibiotics in our food, um, stress, toxins, all these things are so disruptive to our gut microbiome. And yet, um, you know, our gut microbiome is so indicative of how we're going to handle, you know, conditions that come forward and, and we're faced with on a daily basis. So, um, so I know I kind of went off on a tangent there, but back to the question, um, the strains that are used in Just Thrive are very, very unique strains. They are a different category of probiotics altogether. The majority of probiotics that you find on the market are made up of lactobacillus and bifidobacterium type of strains. That's what you'll find in the overwhelming majority of probiotic strains the, um, or probiotic products. 
ours are made up of spore-based, bacillus spore-based bacteria. Spore-based bacteria are very different type of organisms. They have this, they're called spore-based because they have this endospore shell around itself. And the shell protects the bacteria. And when they have the shell on it, it's dormant. And it, so it makes it to the intestines alive. And that's really one of the biggest differences between spore-based bacteria and the, the conventional lactobacillus bifidobacterium is that um, they make it, the spores actually make it to the intestines alive. Just to be considered a probiotic, it needs to arrive in the intestines alive and it confer a benefit onto the host. Um, most probiotics never make it to the intestines alive. It doesn't mean they don't do anything. You know, dead bacteria therapy is a real thing. Even the dead bacteria will provide some symptomatic type of relief. But when you have a spore-based bacteria and it gets to the intestines 100% alive, those strains like actually go to work in the intestines. They start to make a change. And we have plenty of studies that show what type of change they make, but um, it's a very, very different approach. And the, one of the best ways I like to, it's such an easy analogy. The better, one of the best ways to describe the difference is if you envision a garden and a garden that it's been stepped on and trampled on, there's weeds growing all over, the good plants have been stepped on and trampled on. And you kind of compare that to your gut because in your gut, you've got bacteria, you've got the pathogenic bacteria that you want to get rid of, but you also, or, or lessen the amount of the, the pathogenic bacteria. And then you have the good bacteria that maybe isn't thriving, isn't flourishing in your gut. And so you, with the lactobifido approach in that garden, you're throwing seeds in that garden. Most of those seeds never get there, but even if they do get there, they may plant a plant in that garden. So they make the garden a little bit better, but they're not really making a true change in that garden where with the spores, they go into that garden, they get there 100% alive. And when they get to that garden, they attach to the soil. So they're attaching to your intestinal cell lining. They have the ability to get rid of the pathogenic bacteria or the weeds. So they're getting rid of the pathogenic bacteria. Then they have the ability to take those plants that have been stepped on and trampled on and bring them back to life. So um, they're helping rebalance that ecosystem in your gut. Um, we're like the gardener of the gut. You know, We're going in there and getting rid of the weeds and um, helping you know, bring back the, you know, good plants and, and creating that balance in the, in the gut. So uh, they're really a very different approach, a completely different category of probiotics and have been incredibly effective. In fact, one of the first studies we did was a gastric survivability study showing that um, the majority of probiotics in the market, they took a leading selling probiotic sold at a major health food store, died off 99.99% where the spores actually got there 100% alive, um, which is you know, profound. And then um, one of the other studies we did initially was a gut model study. And it actually showed that these strains, that are the bacillus strains that are used in Just Thrive actually caused a 30% favorable shift in the gut flora. So meaning that these strains are actually causing a 30% you know, favorable bacteria um, than if you weren't taking them. So um, they're really, really, um, like I said, a different category and, and been super effective. Tina, I'm glad that you laid it out that way because there's so many different options when it comes to probiotics and the average person doesn't realize that there's different forms and why there are different forms and what's more effective for them. And so thank you for explaining that. And another point that you made, um, I think is really important to reiterate, and that's 
that's all this antimicrobial and antibacterial stuff that we've especially had in the past year in 2020. I mean, I know so many, so many moms that, that spent so much money on antibacterial hand soaps and cleaning products and gels last year. And I worry that moving forward, we're going to have a lot of children who don't have immune systems where they should be because they've just been in this antimicrobial bubble for the, (laughs) for the last year, antibacterial bubble. Um, And so having these exposures to all these different things is so important for our gut health. I mean, we tell our own clients this, that having a little bit of exposure to germs is not a bad thing because that's helping build your microbiome and your immunity. And so, um, I think it's really fascinating that the way that that you just found yourself in this place at the right time to have this opportunity to go in and, and create these probiotics. Talk a little bit about some of the other things that people can do aside from probiotics to really strengthen, strengthen their gut health. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I could not agree with you more about the antibacterial and the hand sanitizers. It's driving me crazy. I'm like, I'm watching everybody like slather themselves. And I'm like, you're killing your microbes. And 80% of your immune system is found in your gut. I mean, we are literally making the problem worse. We should be building up our immune system, not destroying it. And, and again, it's in our gut. So um, it's, it, I, I could not agree with you more. So I had to bring that up. Um, As far as other things to do to support your immune system, one uh, is really avoiding um, antibiotics as, you know, of course, antibiotics save lives and we would never suggest that you don't take it if it's a life-threatening condition, but um, really trying to avoid them. The CDC estimates that 50% of antibiotics are actually, that were prescribed were actually unnecessary. Um, And that's due in large part because of the pressure that doctors get, uh, get put under a lot of times to prescribe an antibiotic, but you know, really just be mindful of it because if you don't have a bacterial infection, chances are you're going to be destroying your microbiome, which is now, which 80% of your immune system is in there. And now you're not going to be able to fight that virus that you maybe come across um, that you were trying to treat with the antibiotic. So I just would be mindful of um, trying, you know, trying to avoid antibiotics. Foods obviously have a lot of antibiotics. So trying to eat clean is really important. And I know people think that it's so not really important, but I, I can't stress that enough. We want to be, be avoiding antibiotics that are in our food supply as well. Um, glyphosate, of course, which is the active ingredient in Roundup, very detrimental to our gut health. Here's what's scary about um, Roundup or glyphosates is that um, in, with antibiotics, they're killing off the bad bacteria in our gut, which is why we're taking them. And of course, we know they're killing off the good bacteria. With glyphosate, um, there was a study that showed us that they only target the beneficial bacteria. So they're only getting rid of the beneficial bacteria. So really trying to eat as organic as possible. And we know, obviously, our organic food even has traces of you know glyphosate in, in them. But still, we want to try to avoid the exposure as much as possible. Um, and really, like we said, avoiding a lot of those household products and skincare products that have a lot of chemicals in them. They're very disruptive um, from hormones to you know, our gut microbiome, all of those things. Um, We also recommend that you eat a diverse group of foods. Um, Diverse, having a diverse microbiome is really, really critical to our health. I mean, every gut expert out there would agree that having diversity in your microbiome is really helpful. And we know that the spores really help that. We have studies that show that the spores are actually increasing diversity. But another great tool to do that is to increase the amount of food that different types of foods you get. 
our ancestors used to get 600 types of food a year. And now we are living on like 15 different types of foods a year. And, you know, we're living in such an age where we're eliminating and eliminating. And, and sometimes we definitely have to eliminate to figure things out along the way. But I'm more of like, try to introduce lots of different types of foods, even going to different types of ethnic grocery stores and finding different roots and tubers and vegetables to just try to eat different types of um, um, foods. So you want to create more of that diversity. Yeah. I also think, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, mindful practice, I think is really important. Um, there is a massive, you know, connection between the gut and the brain. Um, as I, I know you guys know that um, I'm preaching to the choir here, but um, really meditation, deep breath work, whatever it is that calms you down, um, changing lifestyle, doing things to really calm you down because there is communication going on all the time between the gut and the brain. And we can't underestimate that. Yeah. You know, so many points that you made that are so valid, um, going back to the varieties of different foods, you know, what so many people don't understand is that, uh, for example, you know, each different type of vegetable has its own ecosystem, uh, with microbes that keep that vegetable growing, keep it healthy, protect it from it's like, you know, so that it has like its own immune type system. And, um, and, and each ecosystem of each different type of vegetable is a little different from the other. And so whenever we're working with people who have dysbiosis in their gut or SIBO or different things like that, one of the, one of the things that we'll do is we'll tell them to do a, a masher in the morning. And by a masher, that means like every week, go to the store, pick out different root vegetables and other vegetables, root, leafy, all of that. Um, and even if you don't know what they are, it doesn't matter. Go home, cut them up into small little cubes, create a smoothie for yourself. And within that smoothie, you know, yes, you can put some frozen organic wild blueberries in there, um, but also take some little chunks of all the different vegetables that you got and little cubes that you've cut up, throw them in there and blend it and liquefy it, you know, in your you know, in your, in your blender. And, um, that will add a lot of healthy bacteria to your gut as well. And we, we also do, I wanted to touch on something else is that, you know, we do extensive amount of testing with our clients and we are looking, uh, for things like, uh, different chemical toxins, environmental toxins, and we will find very high levels of glyphosate in people who are not eating organic and lower levels of glyphosate in people who are much level, you know, much, much lower. And, you know, it's very likely that they're getting the exposure from their water. They may still be getting some on the organic food. I know that that's a really big problem with farmers. If you have non-organic farms that are, you know, within close proximity to the organic farms, when the wind blows, it can literally blow the glyphosate over. Um, but you're still reducing the toxicity level. But for those of you who are listening to this, um, everything that Tina is saying is so perfectly on point and with the environmental toxins that completely destroy the gut biome, which then leads into immune type issues, you know, in autoimmunity, food sensitivities, allergies, you know, all of these different things. And, you know, eating clean is more important than it's ever, ever been. And by eating clean, that means, you know, eating organic, don't eat processed foods, um, because you can get the you can get, um, you can help to maintain and rebuild a healthy ecosystem, a, a diversity of the different 
healthy bacteria that you need from eating a variety of different foods. And if you don't particularly like or know how to, to prepare certain foods, you can do what I mentioned and do your morning masher where you make your smoothie. And then within the smoothie, you just take little tiny pieces of different vegetables that you get every week and you pop them into your smoothie raw and you blend them up. And then this way you can help uh, to rebuild the diversity of your gut. Plus you're getting a lot of fibrous material and that helps act like soil so that these microbes actually have a place to implant. Oh, I love that. That is an awesome idea. I need to try that because I do eat vegetables kind of like they're supplements because I've never really been a lover of vegetables. I mean, I eat them very regularly all the time, but it's not that I love them. So I love that, that little strategy. It's a really good one. Tina, you have this very interesting perspective that not a lot of people have because you have worked at a pharmaceutical company. And we talk to our clients all the time about how, yes, medications can be life-saving. Absolutely. But so many of these medications out there that are given for chronic diseases that we know can be reversed with lifestyle changes like diabetes and heart disease. So many of these med medications have side effects that then require another prescription medication. And before you know it, someone's on three and four different things. And I think there's kind of this awakening of sorts that's happening where people who have been on medications like that for many, many years are kind of in some areas waking up and saying, okay, this isn't healing me. This isn't getting me my health back. What was it like to, to have kind of that insight into how, how things work in the prescription medication industry? Yeah, well, we saw it really firsthand when we, oh, it was, I remember it so vividly. Um, we had won a huge bid for one of the largest hospital systems in the country, and it was for a cholesterol uh, drug. And so the pharmaceutical rep came into our office, and my husband and I worked together, and he said, oh my God, he's giving him a high five, like we won this bid, this is awesome. And um, the pharmaceutical rep said to us, um, you know what my job is now? My job now is to go to every cardiologist and change the number that I prescribe this particular medication so that they're lowering the number that the cholesterol needs to be at in order to prescribe more of the medication. And we were like blown away. We were shocked. And we're, but then we were like, are we really shocked? Cause we saw that with a, one of our relatives, you know, she was on one medication for like stomach issues. And then that caused her joint pain. And then she was on another medication for the joint pain. And then the joint pain caused skin rashes. So she was on another medication. I mean, before you know it, she was on a dozen different medications and not getting any better. And so we saw it both personally and professionally. And it's, it's really sad. And I do, and I always like to preface it. I agree with you that, you know, there are, there is a time and place for medication. And, and sometimes you need to be on it for a while to figure out where, what the root cause is. But you know, I just want to empower people to get to that root cause. I mean, that's one of the core values of our business is that we want to empower people, get to the bottom line, figure out what it is that is, you know, causing, why do you have high cholesterol? Why do you have, you know, heart disease? Why do you have diabetes? Why do you have, you know, mental health issues, whatever it may be, what is going on? And let's, and it may take years to, but you know what, you could at least get to the root cause and then figure that out. And then you won't be on the, you know, pro, um, pharmaceutical for years and years to come. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, that, that's, you know, I was going to add to that. Um, you know, we actually know a, a colleague of ours who worked for one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world. And he spent like two years working with a team to develop some drug. I don't remember what it was. 
And uh, he was so proud of the work because he had come on with his company, you know, started on this, I don't know, two or three year project. Um, finally, they had it finished and they had tested it and it was, you know, really good. And it was, you know, doing the job that it, that, that it needed to do. And uh, the pharmaceutical company ultimately would not take it to market because they said that it needed to cause three or more other conditions. And he was so shocked. Um, and it's, I mean, I kind of look back and I'm like, okay, I guess he had just started with them. So maybe he didn't know what their MO was, but he found out then, and he was so shocked and so upset um, with the, with, with that values level. And uh, he left the pharmaceutical company um, and he is now working for one of the top supplement companies in the country uh, here in the U S and um but that is so revealing. And I share that story with a lot of people. People need to know that. I mean, to not put a pharmaceutical to market unless it causes three or more other conditions, that should be, you know, malpractice yeah. doctor's parts if they knew that that was going yeah. on. I think a lot of them don't know, but the pharmaceutical companies do, and no one has held them liable for that. Um, and you're right, pharmaceuticals can save lives. They absolutely can save lives. They're really not meant for long-term use. And just like Anne said, to her point, most of these diseases can be reversed. They can be fixed. If you address what you say is the root cause, Tina, that's what we tell people all the time. Like, let's find what the barriers to healing are. Let's figure out what the real root cause of these diseases or these conditions are. And let's start hitting those really hard. And then watch your body and watch what it does to heal. Because innately, your body knows what to do. It's a high, it's a high highly intelligent living organism being, and it knows what to do to heal itself. If it's not healing itself, what are the barriers to healing? Is it environmental toxins? Is it your lifestyle? You know, is it heightened emotional experiences or emotional traumas? Maybe even some that happened before you were born that are generational that have never been resolved. And they're literally living inside of your tissues and your organs, these, you know, these traumas. Uh, and, you know, could that be making you sick or is it a combination of these different things? Oftentimes we find that it's a combination of these different issues. And so we work at identifying um the root causes, both in mind, body, spirit, and, and spirit, and then um, integrating those, you know, yeah. removing what these root causes are, and then getting the mind, body, and the spirit to integrate together. And we see amazing um, healing on the parts of our clients because of that. Oh, absolutely. And I love that you're doing the mind, body, spirit, because it is all in one. I mean, we have to be focused on it all. I mean, I, I'm such a, I'm very passionate about gut health. I feel like gut health is the end all be all. It's where you begin a healing journey. But I also know that it's about everything. It is the mind, body, spirit. And that's why I am so passionate about, you know, the meditation and the deep breathing and, and other types of, you know, practices that you implement to make sure that you are in touch with yourself um, spiritually and, and ever in your mind and all of that. That's so beautiful. Tell, tell us, Tina, how does, um, first of all, what's the name of your probiotic? So our okay. viewers know, and then how do they, how do they get that? How do they get your product? Yeah. So the name of our product is Just Thrive. Um, and our website is justthrivehealth.com. And um, it's, we go on our website, you could look at the different types of, um, you know, all of our, we, we love to educate people. So we have a lot of information on it. We have a double blind human clinical trial on leaky gut, which is unheard of in the industry. Um, not only is there not a pharmaceutical, but as far as we know, there's not a 
um, supplement company out there that has a double blind human clinical trial on leaky gut, which is really exciting. So that would be the easiest place to find us. And our customer service team is really great. And they, if you have any questions, we have an awesome team. And we should have a link to that down below. Um, so just go ahead and scroll down below and you should be able to see um, a, a special link for you if you want to go ahead and jump on and um, order those probiotics. Oh, great. That's, thank you. Tina, we, we, <clears throat> I know I'm very inspired by your story. I always love it when someone, um, you know, is willing to pivot in their life and find something that's a passion that they know is helping others. And I think that you're doing just that. And, and I want to thank you for sharing your story and for doing the work that you're doing, because the more we can, you know, get this message out there about gut health and about how important that is and about um, making all the right life, lifestyle choices and really working to improve your health. I think the more people will see, start to get off of all these pharmaceuticals and start to really look for that root cause like you talked about. So um, I really want to thank you for being here today and just sharing your story and letting us get this out to all of our viewers. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. And thanks for all the great work you're doing and um, empowering people to take control of their health. I, I love it. I, I'm so grateful for platforms like yours and the work that people like you are doing. So keep it up. Thank you. And likewise, we're so grateful for the work that you're doing and for all of our amazing Tribe Talk listeners and our followers and our fans. Thank you so much for continuing to follow us and for, you know, putting commitment and time into educating yourself and empowering yourself so that you can find help and be able to maintain health. Thank you so much for joining us on today's Tribe Talk and stay tuned for next week. We've got another amazing interview that we're going to be sharing with you.